passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Well, I guess it's only a Friday edition every week. Blitz is here. Hi, hi. 
Um, welcome to the program. 81390Bubba, if you'd like to interact with the show, we would, I, I say we'd love to have you. That's just word vomit. I don't think I actually mean that. No, we uh, definitely don't mean it. Yeah, some of you guys suck or terrible calls. We got one right now. I'm, I'm really, I don't want to take one right out of the gate. I, I feel like I got to get warmed up a little bit. I don't want to just throw the ball to somebody else, you know. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to play with the ball a little bit myself, you know what I mean? You know what I mean. Sure. Um, oh, I yeah. know what you mean. Right. Yeah. I do want to get started. Thank God. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that happened this week, and I kind of have to jot some of them down. And I got a lot of shit up on, as you can see here. Um, unfortunately, apparently, I share this trait with Tuttle, where I I make a lot of cubes. I was doing math on my. On one of my papers here, I'm doing numbers, math. I was doing a pedigree chart. I think we were talking about incest. Are we on Twitch? Oh, yes. Okay, sorry. Maybe I just need to refresh this. Just give me one moment. Um, I think we were talking about incest or something, and we were talking about, like, cousin fucking, and I had to do, like, a little quick pedigree chart to see how blood-related... Yeah, that's what it's called, pedigree chart, to see how related you would be of, like, a cousin to a, a... to an ant or something like mm-hmm. that. So I was doing half time. I was just doing fucking some math, clearly, during the show. Okay. Um, and it's totally fine. You can totally fuck your cousin and have a baby, and it's it's probably going to be okay. The mm. only thing you're going to run into issues with is if you if you fuck someone in your immediate family, like a father, a sister, brother, mother, uh, then you're going to run into some issues. But okay. other than that, you should be, you should be green-lighted. I think even if you went, like, uncle... Like if I went, uh, if I fucked my uncle and we had a kid, we would probably be okay. Probably be fine. That's assuming that you had a kid and be okay to begin with. Right, right. I, we're not talking about the environmental. You know, me being a parent that would fuck the kid up completely in a different way. But we're just talking uh, genealogically, genetically. Yes. I think you could probably fuck an uncle and get and be just fine. People that the did, official stance of the show. Yeah, I would. Well, I'm going to take that back. Let's just do first cousins to be sure. People fucked their first cousins for centuries, for millennia, and I think most of them were fine. Most of them were fine. And you and you think about like why uh, like fucking a member of your family is gross. Like ew, a cousin. It's like, dude, if I only, if I had a tribal like. 40 people usually they were about in the ballpark of 150 but say you had a smaller tribe of 40 you're probably going to be related to half those people anyways so it's like and then maybe half are females you can't if i'm a chick i can't i can't mate with another woman Mm -hmm. again this isn't 2021 you can't be have a penis and be considered a female you know what i mean um but and then you think uh, some of them are out of your age range maybe some of them are toddlers so what you're left with the pick of the litter might be your fucking cousin and you just have to cousin fuck otherwise that's the end of your tribe and we can't be having that well you got to think it was probably only bad once people were told it was bad because before you knew it was bad you probably like it probably didn't matter but here's the thing though there is an inherent uh and why it's taboo in pretty much every culture is there's an inherent disgust when it comes to people that you were reared with. So they did this study with like uh, kids that were raided on kibbutzim in Israel. Mm-hmm. So that's like a commune, and they were raised together. Hello. Oh my! Oh, there it is. Sorry, my headphones went out. Um, these kids were raised together pretty much since birth. So when they would think of like, say, you know, Johnny. Johnny having sex with Johnny was like disgusting because it was in their mind. It was kind of like a brother. 
Okay. Right. So none of the kids in the, from the kibbutz team that grew up together had sex and got married. None of them. Maybe like one or two, but most of them did not. Because when you're hmm. reared with someone from a very young age, your brain, even though you know that they're not related to you, your brain registers that as a sibling, and you're like, that's that's no good for genes. Okay. So yeah, so I have nothing to reference that against personally because it was me, and my brother. So I'm, you know, I was like, I'm not gonna have sex with my brother to. to for any reason. <laughs> um, but like also my cousins and stuff, uh, like I, most of them I've seen once or twice. So it's not like we grew up together. Yeah. So I don't, I don't have that like, Hey, you know, she's my sister. Type, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. I know what you're saying. And I, and I rem- remember looking up online, I think probably in maybe like 1998. Like I remember I was like dial up like do do. Um, is it normal to have a crush on your cousin? Because I know you said you have hot cousins. Yeah. I had a cousin that was two years older than me, and I thought he was super cool, and he was like a really good soccer player, and I feel like it like, would have been my type. You know, had I dated when I was a teenager, but okay. I didn't because I was a loser. But like, wore a cool backwards hat, like liked Weezer. Um, he was driving obviously at sixteen, and mm-hmm. I was fourteen. He was driving us around, and sometimes people would think we were together, and I would kind of like that. Okay. And I was weirded out. Now we didn't grow up together. I would see him maybe once, twice a year, three times a max right. for a couple days at a time. You know what I mean? It yeah. wasn't like we grew up together. But I just thought he was so cool, and it was kind of weirding me out that mm-hmm. I would have. It, it wasn't like sexual feelings. It was like I just wanted to be around him, and I wanted him to think I was cool. Okay. Like I admired him, and I wanted him to admire me back. Now I don't think he's cool at all, so we're fine. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I, I love my cousin Andrew. He's my favorite cousin. I only have three first cousins, but he's my favorite. Okay. But anyways, um, I I remember that at the time thinking that I was a dis- like disgusting, mm-hmm. gross. But I looked online and they're like, yeah, it's like pretty normal. I think so. I think it is because you a lot think about it. Like it's, it's your family, so you probably have some shit in common, mm-hmm. right? So we're like we're both Jewish, so we can like vibe on that, and Gross. we yeah, right exactly. And then we were both into sports, so we could vibe on that because you have like some similar interests. You got some similar yeah, genes, yeah, yeah. but we weren't raised together, so Correct. I didn't register that as like a, a relative. Even though I knew it's hard to describe, there's things that are like subconscious that you just it things that give you a visceral response. Do you think any of the stories that have been told are real? That people are like, oh well, I met this lady and she was perfect, and we got together and we want to get married, and then we find out we're like brother and sister. Um, I've heard a few of those. Like, um, they were separated at birth, and yeah, then like they one was adopted. Find like, each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I I do think that you're. Pr- People always say, like, opposites attract. I don't believe that that's fucking true for a second. Maybe uh-huh. there's, like, a little bit, like, oh, you're my strength, my weakness. But for the most part, you, it's birds of a feather flock together. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's got to be, you got to be compatible. You got to have similar similar goals, yep. values, lifestyles, um, you know, a way that you think about things. Uh, yeah, your, com- your, your core beliefs have to be fairly similar. Yes. And then what works is like, if you're like, well, hey, I do this and, and they go, well, okay, well, I don't, but I like doing this and it kind of complements each other. Like, that's fine. But the core beliefs have to be Yeah, very pretty similar. in sync. Yeah. And also just compatibility in terms of sentiment. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't be with someone who is super, super high, strong, like, I mean, more than me, kind of right. like the woman that we saw, the anchor on the oh, show. Oh, God. It, it, at first it was endearing, but then it got annoying really fast. Mm-hmm. I, I can't be with someone like that, but I also can't be with someone who's too low energy. So there's there's a lot there's right. a lot of things when it comes to chemistry. 
But I feel like someone who is similar to you is probably probably going to be obviously the most compatible mm-hmm. with, obviously. So, yeah, I could see that, that you would want to, you know, fuck a sibling, a long-lost sibling. You meet him and you go, wow, you're attractive. You look like me. I've had someone say that to me before. Be like, Anna, you are attracted to people who could be your brother. Will says that to me all the time. Okay. He's like, I go, I think that guy's hot. He goes, yeah, that could be your brother. I, I go, I right. See that. I see that. Yeah, I, li- I like Mediterranean muscle. What mm-hmm. am I? Mediterranean muscle, exactly. Many of you saw oh, the video sorry, sorry, I... from Wednesday. You're probably very impressed. That is the correct response to have. Sorry, I was yeah. To seeing that video is is being impressed. I honestly didn't know that my back will always looking that good. To be honest it's, with you, it's very. It's I mean, very it's the impressive. best part of my body. And it's the very sad, impressive. sad thing is, I never see it. I never. I mean, yeah. I see it. Uh, you got to take like a picture or something, but. Um, it, well, it's fun. It's, I've seen you wear like around here tank tops and stuff, but not rarely. But but it, they don't. But the tank tops you wear don't show off your back like right. that. Like, I'm like that one. Yeah, like the one you got on doesn't show really show no. off your back at all. Compliments of Scout and Big Gulp. Thank you so yeah. much. Um, yeah, and I'm not. It's funny because like I I got some responses from it, but it it's kind of off brand for me because I yes. don't. I don't post stuff with my my body, mm-hmm. and even th- then, it's like it's funny. Most women are showing off their ass and tits, and I'm like, check out my delts, like. Right. Bleh. Um. It's it's just it's off brand for me. I find it to just be it's weird because that's the content I consume, but that's not the content I like to produce. I completely get it. I much rather flex my brain than my muscles. Even though yep. every once in a while, you know, when Bubba hypes me up, I do like to flex on camera. But it's 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 pretty rare. Um. There's a lot of things going on right now circling in my mind. I see the I see the calls, and Scooter's going to start talking shit about how I'm not taking calls. Just we want to get warmed up. We got plenty of time for calls, so I'm yeah, going to let no those. There's no requirement to take calls. There's no requirement to take calls, and also for those that don't know, Jake from State Farm, uh, do not call more than once during a show. And uh, I don't yeah. give a fuck if it's a six-hour show. Don't call Unless more than you're once. Asked call back unless you were asked to call back or right or you know yeah. we're talking to dan few, and someone has a question yeah and, there's a few exceptions but for the most part once per show once per show please and thank and by you by the way that's pretty much common with well every show right i mean like and every station every show anywhere like that's the default someone wants me to flex okay there you go but yeah so like jake from state farm calls in on kevin's show we talked to him for at least a good 12 to 15 minutes yeah. and then he was like on is not taking calls it's like dude yeah, you I keep, can't I keep calling and on is not taking calls 15 minutes for one person who's not on the show is a long fucking time yeah so yeah once a show again i'm not going to ignore calls the whole show but i just kind of we it, it throws us off a groove and then you know if it's someone and they piss me off and i'm thinking about that and it's just it's just it's no good it's not good mm-hmm. there is something that is on my mind <clears throat> that i brought up to you um, and I think that I could bring this up to a, a wider audience to see what you guys think, okay. because I think that I think there's a, a lot of, um, not controversy, what's the look, uh, word I'm looking for. There's a, a very different responses. Some people really go one way and some people feel, um, uh, very strongly in the other direction. What is the right thing to do? I don't know, but I will give you the situation. So I believe this was Wednesday. I was, you know, just scrolling through, uh, scrolling through dudes on Bumble. Just to, it's, it's almost like a mindless thing. It's like almost soothing for me. Yeah, it's something you do all the time. Uh, I do it more than I probably should, for sure. And then when I realize when my brain is like uh, completely 
rinsed out of dopamine from that, I go, this isn't fun anymore, but you just continue to do it. Mm-hmm. I go, it's time to stop. It's time to stop. I'll get frustrated or I'll just be like, this is boring or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was just perusing through Bumble as one does. And I saw a familiar face. Oh, a person that I know that is dating a friend of mine. Okay. And this guy was on there and I went, oh, well, that's interesting. I know him and his girlfriend. Crazy. Um, the first thing I thought was, well, let's not jump to conclusions here, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he could have, I know people, I don't, I think I did this when I was in a relationship. I'm not quite sure. I don't know if I deactivated my account or if I just remove the app on my on my phone, because sometimes people just go, oh, well, I'm in a relationship now, and they, they delete. delete the app, yeah. but they don't deactivate the account. So it's still in the ether, still in the ether. So my... Go ahead, go ahead, sorry. My first, my first reaction mentally was, oh, he probably just fucking deleted it off his phone. I give people the benefit of the doubt, not always, but mm-hmm. I do know this person. I go, probably just fucking, you know, delete it off his phone. Upon... Further examining the profile, and once you find a, a profile that you need to keep, care, like it's you start carrying your phone like this, and you start being very careful with the. You don't want to swipe left, you don't want to swipe right, you yes. don't want to double tap anything because God forbid that sends a light. You don't know, mm-hmm. so you're just really careful. I start exa- I start reading the bio, and he's talking about what kind of girl he wants. I'm like interesting because I know his girlfriend that kind of matches, but kind of doesn't. And then mm. I notice something interesting. On Bumble, there is a, they have a few different badges, the things that kind of, whatever, denotate your profile as X, Y, or Z. There was a badge that said, uh, new here. Ooh. New here. Huh. Hmm. New here. Um, you gotta touch the dick. You gotta, you know what I'm saying? You gotta chub it up a little bit. You have to touch the account to make it move and say new here. Yeah. You're not going to just get a new here badge by just staying there for years on end and mm-hmm. letting the uh, the profile marinate. You got to chub it up a little bit. You got to touch it. He was fucking around with that account. And I started doing some research like what new here badge denotes. Does it mean okay. could it stay there for a year? Could it stay, you know, mm-hmm. does it depend on how many swipes you've made? Maybe you've been on there for five years, but you've made two swipes. Can it stay? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I looked online and it seems like. It's about three to 14 days that you oh. have that badge after creating a, you have to create a profile. <laughs> okay. So I went, well, that's interesting because I literally saw a picture of these two that was posted the day before. Oh. The day before. I doubt they broke up in the last 12 hours. They're still together. Guys okay. online looking at shit. Yeah, that's not, uh, <clears throat> that's not a good look. Not a good look at all. Now, my father taught me two things in my life. Very important lessons. Number one was manners. And I don't want to say, he didn't like beat the shit out of me, but he was very aggressive when it came to manners, as he should have been. Absolutely. If I got out of someone's car, like someone carpooled and brought me home, and I didn't say thank you, I mean, we are talking about uh, an aggressive grasp of the wrist. Sometimes the neck, not around the neck, but like my dad, when I was a kid, I remember, and he would want to control where I was walking, he would put his hand 
not yes. firmly, but not like strangling me behind my neck. And we're going this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going this way. And I and you just have to go that way. Obviously, again, not choking me out, not strangle, not a you know uh, rear naked choke, nothing like that. But just he would guide me. So if if I was ever acting up or I didn't say please and or thank you, it was a swift turnaround and a what do you say? So I, I, my, my mother did that. Yes. So very important lesson. Absolutely. Manners was probably the best thing either parent ever taught me. It's just, it takes you so much farther. I completely agree. And not only that, people are polite to you when you're polite to them. It just Mm -hmm. makes for a better experience on planet Earth. There's no question. Yes, absolutely. And people want to be acknowledged and they want to be appreciated and manners does both. So what was the other thing he taught you? So the other thing he taught me is don't fuck with other people's business. It's none of your fucking business is what he would say. It's none of your business, bitch. Don't ever start drama. Don't ever start problems. You know, um, and I'm, you know, when you're a kid, you ask, dad, what would you do? And blah, blah, blah. And I think one day something came up about infidelity. Okay. About like, if you knew something about a friend, would you? He goes, fuck no. None of my fucking business. I don't get involved in anybody's shit. I'm not a rat. I don't rat people out. I'm not a snitch. I just mind my business. And that also has served me very well over the years. Just you now, that doesn't mean you don't gossip. Please, please, you right. talk shit about people behind their back because yeah, you're a lady yeah. or a gentleman. Yeah, that's what I do, yes. and I've told you this. I never tell, and and again, if physical harm, we take that out of the equation. Obviously, mm-hmm. if I if if I knew that this boyfriend was going to kill my friend, yeah, I'd be like, hey, uh, he hired a hitman, so I just want to let you know you're going to die. Like yeah. that's different. Like I need someone to pay for the drinks, <laughs> right? Exactly. But when it comes to people's relationships, like you just fucking, you just stay out of the way. It's none of your business. So, um. Again, that doesn't mean that I don't talk about people behind their back. It's probably one of my favorite things to do. Uh, So, of course, I reach out to a few people that know this person and we discuss it and we kind of laugh. And my friend said, so what are you going to do? I go, what do you mean? What am I going to do? She's like, are you going to tell the girlfriend that the boyfriend is on the dating app? Mm -hmm. I said, fuck no. Hell no. Absolutely never. Never, mm. ever. Now, some people don't agree with that. Maybe yes. it's you. Maybe I'm, now I'm going to ask for calls. I'm, Go ahead. I'm raising my hand. You don't agree with that. I don't. I. Does it depend on how close you are to the friend? It does. And I know like some situations, so I kind of get... Yeah, don't. I, I get it here. Yep, that's all there. I'm going to say. Yep. Um, but if it's a good friend, you have to tell him. I don't know. I don't even know if... It, I don't even know. I don't know if I would do that. I know you asked me yesterday about my best friend here. Mm-hmm. If her uh, like husband was tr- cheating on her and they have a child together, yep. would I say something? <clears throat> I don't know. And I, I said, fucking don't know. And I said you absolutely should, because I would want to know. Okay, but like, again, I feel like I would want you to find out, but I don't want to be the one to tell you. I know that sounds terrible. No, I get that. But it's like. They're married. They have a child together. Am I going to fuck up that child's life because I let something out of the bag? Do you just like leave your phone on the counter, face up with the screenshot there, like and turn off your screens no. and everything until she walks by and sees it? I don't. I, like, I don't. You're like, hey, I'm at my friend's house. We're drinking, and I'm just going to leave my phone sitting here. Yeah, I'm no. I'm not a. I'm not a home wrecker. I know people who are that say like, 
I knew a girl who some guy on a dating app reached out to her and was like trying to date her and she did some research and found out she that that person had a wife or a girlfriend and she contacted the girl like a person she doesn't fucking know and was like hey your boyfriend's online doing shit. I'm like what is she is she trying to get ki-? first of all that's just dangerous because mm-hmm. that girl's probably going to come after you you don't fucking know like I don't know. You know, what if what if the guy's crazy and then he, he comes after me with his boy? Like, I don't know. People are crazy and we're in Florida. You can't take any chances. But I'm reaching out to the Bubba Army. What is the right thing to do? Do you now it could be completely benign, right? Maybe maybe she's in on it. Maybe they're looking for a third. That's I mean, did it say that though? No, but well, I mean, but you're, you're right. I mean, it doesn't have to We say don't that, know. I, there's been cases. I, I I talked to another friend about it and he said he saw the same thing with one of his boys. He saw the girlfriend online and mm-hmm. he didn't say anything. Turns out they had a little bit of an arrangement where he was into some offbeat sexual stuff. And that's fine. But, totally fine. But yeah. then, you know, then I don't want to get involved in that. Like maybe she knows and it's it's happy days. I don't think it's happy days in this situation. I, I agree with what OFF says. What is that? If you're really close to that person, they would want you to tell them you wouldn't want to be the one wrecking the home. The person being a cheating dick does that. True. But also, uh, if everyone is happy and uh, nobody knows. Listen, if they're if they're really unhappy and they're doing a lot of cheating, they're going to get caught anyways. I just don't need that heat to be on me. I get it. I don't need that heat to be on me at all. No, thank you. I still want to know. You want to know because you're like me and you don't want to ever be made to look like a fool. Exactly. Yeah. And but the quicker, the better. The quicker, the better. But if you're on a fucking dating app, like, do you know how many people are seeing that profile? You're bound to get caught. <laughs> right. And you look even more like a fool because it's it's up there still. Yeah. The longer it's up there, the more people see it, and the more of a fool you look. Yeah, it's a fucking bad. Again, if you're doing it on the DL and you're trying to hide it, this guy is like not even trying to hide it. Right. Like not even trying to hide. I mean, there are people. It, this isn't a huge town. It's a pretty small town. It's everybody's like two degrees of separation away mm-hmm. from each other. You know what I mean? I meet people, oh, you know this, oh, because we all live in the same fucking town. And then the smaller your radius, right? if you set it to like a 20-mile radius, it's like you're bound to run into someone you know at some point or someone that knows someone. You you know what I mean? It's just stupid. People are bad criminals. I would be a great criminal. (laughs) I'd be the Brian Laundrie of murderers. I really would be. I really would be. My sister would steal. I don't know if you had this issue with like, you know, a boy or if it was even a big deal, but my sister would always like steal my clothes and then she would like dirty them or uh, she's going to, she's going to hate me for saying this, but one time she like perioded in one of my pants and stuff. My brother did that a few times. And like threw the pants in the back of her closet and I found everything. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, if you're going to steal my clothes or borrow them without asking, put them back. I would take her clothes and I would make sure it was the same hanger. Like, cause I'm super meticulous. I'm like, it's four hangers from the left and it's the blue hanger. And I'd make sure it was exactly where I found it. And this bitch would just be like, crumple shit up, throw it away. And she goes, I didn't do it. What? Right. Cause I crump, I perioded in my own pants and I crumpled them up and I threw them in the back of your closet you dumb bitch. Like my brother would like take like my bicycle and things like that and like wreck it or like do something you know mess it up somehow and then like put it back and be like I don't know what happened. I'm like yeah well it wasn't dad that took the fucking bike out. Right. How did the seat get all fucked up? Bitch. Exactly. The worst criminals ever but then what happened ended up happening which was just poetic justice she was rapidly started gaining weight. 
So she just couldn't fit into any of my clothes anymore. So it was poetic justice. Because she was like, I don't want to borrow. I can't borrow that shirt or those pants. And she never borrowed them again. Happy days. She looks great now. Love you. I might see you soon. Maybe not. Hello. First call of the show. Who's this? Hello. Hi. Thank you for calling. Who's this? You sound nice. Uh, this is Ralph from Jersey. Hi, Ralph from Jersey. Um, you should probably call or you should probably message him and say, oh, hey, what's going on? How's your wife doing? It, well, it's a girl. It's a girl from boyfriend stage. Um, I why would I do that? That sounds because then that makes me look fucking suspicious, super sus, right? Like because then it sounds like I'm hitting on him because he's not going to exactly. know. I didn't swipe right on this asshole. I swiped left yeah, so. after I took many screenshots. Right. Um, well, if he was up to no good, and he deleted his profile after that, then you'd know. You'd know exactly where. I can't yeah. go check on the profile. Yeah, it just can, goes yeah. into the ether. Right. It's. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry you don't know how dating apps work, and I'm, I'm and you're th- and thankfully you don't because I can tell you're either happy being single or you're married in a relationship. No, I'm, I'm married. So See, I exactly. Don't, I don't you don't know. Yeah, lucky, yeah, ex- you. lucky you that you don't know how apps work. Thank God how you don't fucking know. Shitty they are. It's a it's a fucking shitstorm. Love is a battlefield, but yeah, I can't just pick up a profile because there's thousands of profiles out there. So once you swipe left, unless you pay extra so you can go backwards for a second, mm-hmm. you. You swipe left, it's just in the ether. You can't re, you're not going to refine it again. You might run uh, into it later okay. by just happenstance, but probably not. Well, I'll probably make a new one at some point, so you'll be able to see him. <laughs> yeah, it was the new, it was the new here badge that really caught my eye because at first I was like, oh, and then I went, what, what the fuck is that? Here's my feelings on it. <clears throat> if, if she knows and is either okay with it, I mean, obviously you can't tell without saying. But like, if she knows or whatever, then like whatever. If she doesn't know, then fuck that motherfucker. All right, then make a fake profile and be, and and say, "Hey, I have a friend, and her name's whatever his wife's That's name is. Too much work, and she's this tall, and she, you know, her husband's a dick, <sighs> trying to hook up with a friend." Okay, uh, and then yeah, tr- try to freak him out a little bit. Are we, well, again, I can't just pick up a profile out of yeah. thin air, but I appreciate the uh, the ideas, need, the creativity is really too. there. Okay, we're gonna that, answer line two. Thank you. Right. I have a feeling this is gonna be someone I don't want to talk to. Would Actually, that be correct? No, you're wrong. Answer it though, please. Hello, who's this? Hey, Anna. Hi, Tease. Hey, what's going on, Anna? Bliss? What you're doing, oh, hi, hi. What's going on? I was like, Tease. Hey, yeah. I've been hanging out trying to pay you guys some money. I know. Oh, what? shit. Yes. Jesus. Man, I'm like, how how hard is it to, like, you know, throw some, some dollar bills to get into Royalty Ooh. 2022? Yeah, you haven't even yeah. gone to the first one. You're already paying for the second one. Fine. <laughs> exactly. Well, listen, you know, because, listen, man, I don't know how to do this Twitch bullshit because I don't have time. You know, I mean, I yeah. own a pool cleaning business, so I'm either cleaning pools or driving. So I just listen to you guys on TuneIn. Love it. But, Hell yeah. I mean, I just can't, like, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'm watching you now because I'm just, like, waiting. They're like, <laughs> thanks to Lummy. Mm-hmm. I had to catch catch him dragging in the garbage cans to go, hey, yo, yeah, yeah. tell him to answer the phone. Well, I saw you ty- type yeah. in chat earlier that you wanted to, to start whatever, but I didn't know that you were actually here. Yeah, yeah. I said I'm here. Well, here's the thing, too, man. Um. I, I think I'm in on Twitch on two different names because okay. I tried to do it on the phone. I didn't think it worked, but apparently it did. Did it on the computer, so I'm I'm, I'm fast track to royalty because that's why I nicknamed myself that because I right. pretty much did that. Right, right. Showing up with two thousand G's large, you know. Oh yeah. But um, 
you know, and I'm like, well, damn, I, I don't know how to do bits and how to do the, you know, donate. I don't know how long. I mean, I'm, ca- I'm, ca- I'm done ca- today is long. Cash man. is the best bang for the buck anyway. That's what I'm saying. I like to come by and say hi and just like, hey, hey. Um, and is it cool? I know Bubba said I could come to 199 next week if, if it's still cool. I, I still want to come. Yeah, I'm... let me let me ask him and let you know. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, he told right. me last. I was at the last one and he's like, cool. yep, you want to come to the next one? And I'm like, hell awesome. yeah. Awesome. But we'll see yeah, you there. I'm here. I'm at your gate right now. Oh, right now, right now. Okay. I'm sitting there looking at your gate, girlfriend. Is oh, Lummy still out there? Yeah. I well, mean, I, I mean, just saw Lummy. Yeah, Lummy circled back because he's like, listen. <laughs> he's like, he saw my truck sitting there. He's like, uh, yeah. so I called him. You told me to come. So Lummy took off to go see Wilbur. So. Oh, oh okay. so she needs. Do you need to open the gate for her? Yeah, I could do that in a second. Well, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm right here. I'm, I'm looking at the gate. So. Cool. All right. Give, we'll, give us a few minutes. We'll take a break. And we'll, we'll take a break out. and we'll, we'll, we'll come yeah. out. Awesome. All, All right. right. Thank you, Tease. See you in a minute. You got All it. Right. Perfect, girl. You got Bye. it. All right. Thank Bye. you. We'll take one call and we'll go to break. Hi, Perfect. who's this? Hey, Anna. It's David Hernandez. What's up, Hi, David? Hi, David. What's up? I just wanted to update you guys on my apartment. Okay. Yeah, do that. With Great. The, you, had the, you had the mold issue. Yeah, uh, everything, everything they did is good. They had to take all the the walls down and everything. Whoa! Wow! Did they put them back up? Yeah. Oh, that's good. And, and I am I breathing better than I was before? Oh, you sound way better. Yeah. Yes. Great. Well, I'm because. glad. To, I'm glad to hear that they took care of that, and we don't have to get Jay involved. Yeah. Awesome. Oh. I'm really looking forward to going to the party, you know? Barb? Yeah, the party. Okay. The barb. Awesome. And you don't live too far, right? You're in Brandon. Did I remember yeah. that correctly? Okay. Yeah, that's not far at all. Cool. Oh, what, like 25 minutes away? Yeah, I don't, I don't think I would need a hotel. Probably not. Yeah. I feel like you don't, you're not a big drinker or something. Tells no, me you're not, because I'm you got diabetic. a lot of medication, don't you? He's yeah. di- he's diabetic. And that has sugar. Okay, stay away. Gotcha. And Anna, I need your help. Oh Christ! All right, I'm, there's very what, few things I'm good at. What do you whatever need? Whatever you like. Because what do you need? He said, you know, my kidneys aren't working very right. Oh shit! Are you are you on dialysis? Oh well, no, Anna I'm, has two I'm, kidneys. She doesn't need both of them. Fuck off! I'm, are you asking I'm, me for a goddamn organ? I'm, I'm on, I'm on a verge of dialysis. If I don't, you are breaking up. Oh, Tease is outside. Breaking don't up. forget, Tease is outside. <laughs> Cannot come to the. No, I'm sorry, Dave. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay, I'm on a verge of dialysis. Dialysis. Right. If I'm, don't change my diet. So change your fucking diet. Yeah, what the fuck? What? What? You love ice cream to. too much? What do you mean you're trying to fucking do Who it? Who loves ice cream that much? My kind of like, no, because oh. they said for me to cut down the protein. So cut down the fucking protein. What are you doing? Right. I don't really know what. What protein is? Oh Christ! Yes, I'm, I'm. Do you have Bing? Can you Bing it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe go on uh, the tubes. Maybe go on Google. Uh, I think probably help you out. <laughs> go on Google. I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, man. Just don't eat fucking protein. Yeah, Talk to your doctor. Protein out, man. If that's killing you, if that's going to put you on dialysis, then just don't do it.
People talk. I might die if I die. Because you're not the only one, David. But there's people out there that are like, oh, I really, I get, I have horrible kidney stones, but it's caused by like calcium. If I eat cheese, but I just love pizza, but I feel like I'm dying every other week. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking? Like, what are you doing? I worked at a guy at a Horn Blasters that had that. Okay. And he would just fucking eat a whole pizza. And then oh. the next day at work, he'd be like sitting all fucking weird. He'd be sitting backwards on a chair. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He goes, I had pizza last night. I go, what the? Are you a renaissance? man what the fuck is wrong with you and then he's like peeing blood and shit what yeah because the kidneys and he was young he was like 22 oh fuck i'm like God. what are you i'm like never eat a fucking pizza no shit. think about it there should be a direct like correlation I, association in your mind when you I, see a pizza you fucking freak out and i run would away. tell him never eat a pizza again and then for like the next month every fucking day i'd have jets there fucking on my plate oh, be so like, delicious i'd be like oh my god this is the best goddamn pizza ever and i would take my fork and i eat it with a fork and i would just cut like a piece off of it and just go oh my god the jets pizza is the best fucking pizza ever he's a, this guy's a piece of well, shit Another thing, Anna. I forgot you're on the on the line. Uh, I was kind of happy that they got rid of that one person on that station. Okay. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I feel because kind of bad I, about all the things I said. The real I kind John of from Naples, that. a thousand bits. Yes, the real. I did see that. I'm sorry. I know, I did and uh, Bob Armand Grunt, one fourteen. Thank yes. you. Um, listen, I kind of, I like kind of danced on someone's grave a little bit. I feel regret 214 a little bit ago. Thank you. I do feel bad about some of the things I said, but also not really, you know, it's one of those things where you get really excited. I had a great day when I found out that person was fired, but then I'm like, Anna, you can't be fuck. Yeah. That person was a piece of shit to you and it sucks, but I should not be wishing not ill. Obviously I don't want him to be sick, but I shouldn't be wishing, you know, misfortune on other people, even though that guy is a total piece of shit. They got you fucking fired over there. Yeah, but he, and here's yeah, the you tell her, David. It, it's it's Fuck weird that guy. because I I have an, a mass a massive amount of appreciation for him because it led yeah. me here. But also I've separated those two things that me being here was a cause of him, which was is great. But also fuck him for being a piece of shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like it end it, it, it ended way like a best case scenario, but it also could have like knocked me out of the biz completely. It was yeah. really a crapshoot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then I wouldn't have. A chance to call and bust I know. Stuff. Exactly. Thank you. All right, don't eat protein, okay? We got to go get some money. Okay, I love you guys. I lo- we love you too, uh, David okay. Hernandez. We'll see you in a few months at BARP, okay? Yeah. Okay, bye-bye. See ya. Deuces. No protein until then. All right, uh, I see you calling, but we got to take a little I bit of a break. Um, we got to grab some monies, and well, we'll be back soon. We'll be back soon. We'll be back soon. Manscaped offers the best in precision-engineered tools for men's below-the-waist grooming. They just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Bubba at Manscaped.com. Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. The Lawnmower 4.0 features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. It has a multifunction on-off switch with a travel lock. Use the 4000K LED spotlight when you need to get a more precise shave or maybe some of those dark areas. Customize your trim through additional guard lengths, sizes 1 through 4. Enhance your confidence with Manscaped's new Lawnmower 4.0. 
Get 20% off your order and free shipping with code Bubba at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com with code Bubba at checkout. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. What a surprise. Um, Thank you so much to Tease. Yeah. Just stepped outside, and like you said, she's already gearing up for uh, the BART party of 2023, technically. 2022. Right, but it would be in 2023. She's you know already trying to qualify for that party is what I'm saying. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much to her. What the fuck is going on? There it is. Uh, thank you so much to her. Uh, really appreciate it. If you'd like to call in 813-90-BUBBA, we left off in my little uh, Bumble debacle about what yes. to do if you think... And again, it's not like I found this person cheating or anything like that. It's just inappropriate behavior. you know. And then you ask yourself, well, what quantifies or what qualifies it's, it's, as cheating? It's trying to cheat. Right. It is trying to cheat. Which is attempted cheating is in my book, just as good, or, or just as bad, sorry, as cheating. Yeah, because had the opportunity arose, you would be cheating. Like, yeah. you are try- you're actively trying to cheat. Let me give you an example of, of, of cheating that's not really cheating, but it, it, a perfect analogy. When I was at Cox, we found out that during the show that I was on in the evening, in the nighttime, um, our company was do- trying to do a, a business deal with the Lightning that they were going to just play Lightning games during the show. Um, and that we probably would, I doubt we would be doing a show like once a week or twice a week. We mm-hmm. would probably just be removed off the air altogether. Okay. And we found out that they had tried to do it, but it fell through. It didn't work out. So okay. we just remained on the air. And my boss said, um, good. hey, don't, don't worry about it. It didn't work out. So yeah. you're fine. Yeah. And I go... That's not you tried to kill the show yeah, because yeah. it didn't work out on someone else's end. I shouldn't feel good about it. like I'm on my yes. it's like I'm on my way to go fuck some broad if I'm a dude. I'm on my way to go fuck mm-hmm. some, a broad, but then she backs out or you know her kid gets sick, right. and then you tell your spouse, "Oh, I didn't cheat on you because right. you know something. I got a flat tire on the way to go fuck." Yeah, it's like yeah, but it was attempted fuck. Yeah. Attempted murder should be fucking murder. You know what it's, I mean? It's one of those things like it's not quite as bad, but it's literally like a millifucking second, like one one hair away from like. To me, it's, will, it's just as bad. That's what I'm saying. Because it, it was just it's some like it was a happenstance that it didn't happen. Yeah. The intention was the same. The oh, intention sure. was to kill the show. The intention was to cheat. Yeah. So given the fact that the stars would have aligned and nothing would have happened mm-hmm. to um, obstruct that, you would have gone through. You would have gone through with yes. it. Yes. Just as bad. I'm glad that that brings us to our next topic, which um, we school shootings are like coming back in vogue, which is okay. nice because things are returning back to normal. I know a lot of comedians made that joke. They're like, I know things are getting back to normal because kids are shooting up schools again. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a hackneyed joke, but it is kind of true. And in Texas, I believe this was yesterday, yesterday, maybe the day before. No, because I added it in prep yesterday, so it must have happened on Wednesday. Okay. Um, there was a, a school shooting in Texas. Not sure exactly where, but I think four people were injured. Nobody died. Thank God. But no one died. There were a few people that I think there was a boy that was shot. I think a, a pregnant teacher but that they was were injured. attempting to kill them. Correct. <laughs> the att- they tried to kill. Yes. The fact that they couldn't. I'm like, dude, that's like shooting fish in a barrel. You know what I mean? 
I... I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying if you were in a school full of kids and you were unable to kill anybody, staff, student, janitor, you fucking suck more than you know. I'm not saying you should go shoot up a school. I indirectly got fired for making that same statement at a, at a job. Well, I hope that doesn't happen here. But what I'm saying is, no, like, I, that's I, pretty I much agree like with it. that's like shooting fish in a barrel. Yes. How the fuck do you miss? Nevertheless, that's not the point I'm trying to make. The point that's I'm trying exactly to exactly what I said too. How the fuck do you miss? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I could that's do it with my fucking eyes closed. I've shot a gun one time in my life. I said. I said, how Christ. the numbers so low? Jesus Christ! <laughs> you, you hit someone in the leg, like it, it, he's like they, he injured a boy, and it was, and no one was even critically injured. You know, it's not even like oh, they're paralyzed. It's like you got his toe. It's, what the fuck? It's actually more difficult to shoot and kill someone. I mean, like, it's not. But the it's movies. not like he was shooting for the foot. Like he's just haphazardly shooting. But he didn't even like. They're like oh. they literally said everyone's going to be fine. Next time we go shooting, we'll actually go and put targets up, and you'll see how it's not easy to. <laughs> Again, if you've got a school full of people. No, I know, and I, I agree. You know how can it be that one guy goes and kills seventeen, eighteen, nineteen people, and one kills zero? You right. suck. Right. You're terrible. Right. That's just it. The embarrassment <laughs> of school shooters. You should be ashamed of Imagine yourself. how your parents feel. Yeah. You're only able to nick a few kids. Yeah, you can't. You failed at something else, too. You failed at being a good human being, and then you failed at being a bad human being. You failed at everything. You suck, you piece of shit. Anyways, now. This guy go shoot a school up. I actually feel a little bit more comfortable with him leaving just because his aim is so fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. But anywho, um, this person, I think he was 18 years old. Let me pull up the all the shit here. I was so fucking angry when I read this. I was so mad. Uh, his name is... Because let's give him some more press. Let's see here. The student accused of injuring four people in a shooting at Mansfield Timberview High School in Arlington on a Wednesday was released on bail from the Tarrant County Jail on Thursday as his attorney and family made new statements in his defense. His name is Timothy Simpkins. He's 18. Um, the family gathered outside of the jail and joined in a prayer circle. For whom? Right. For him or for the people he tried to fucking murder in cold blood? Anyways, um, this guy, the Simpson, who was charged with three counts of aggravated, aggravated assault, not attempted murder. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon was transferred from Arlington Jail to Tarrant County facility before being released. He tried to kill people on Wednesday. He was released on Thursday. What the fuck? After spending hours inside the jail, the family emerged and ushered the teen into a... He's laughing as he's leaving jail. Into a white Mercedes Benz parked outside the building. <laughs> His parents are taking him to go get an ice cream sundae. Um, where where did it, where did uh, uh, Doug Clem take Bubba when he when he hit the home run? Oh, to get the fucking the the home run, the monster fucking Sunday. Yeah, whatever that was called. I forgot what it's called, but he's on his way there right now. He's on the equivalent of a Dairy Queen, about to get a brownie boat and um some sugar in his face. Family declined to comment to reporters outside the jail, but online, a family spokesperson attributed a statement on behalf of Simpkins' mother and grandmother. So uh, they said that the kid was fucking bullied. They're all b- I was bullied. B- Blitz was b- bullied. Everyone that lives is bullied. For something he, he got into an altercation with a classmate uh, which is online as well can i can i play that for you 
Uh, yeah, hang on, and I'll, I'll I can put it on Twitch. Maybe, All right, maybe. Let me see. I I watched some of it last night, but I I was too tired to like finish it. It was only like a minute. <laughs> Does it, is it very graphic? I mean, I don't. Um, it. I honestly don't know. All right, then we'll I'm, not put, I'm not gonna put it on Twitch. Uh, he's fighting. Let's see, David Harris Jr. I know that's where I saw it. Uh, fuck, is that his name? The political commentator guy. Sam mm. Harris Jr. No, 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 no. Fuck. All right, I'll I'll have to find it during the break. I don't want to spend too much time. Um, Harris Jr. Do, do you guys know what I'm talking about? He's like half black. He he's like a conservative. He loves Trump. Do you Is think David? Anyways, go ahead. Um, do you think that the fact that he like wasn't a normal school shooter had anything to do with the fact they let him fucking out? Uh, whatever do you mean, Blitz? Well, whatever do you mean <clears throat> at David Harris Jr. He um drives a Mercedes. That's what I mean. Oh. Um, no, because he's not white. Because yeah, most dude. school shooters are white. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, That, to me, is like 100% what the fuck happened. Um, when I first saw the school shooter, I said to myself, oh, well, that is interesting. Because that is what Patrice O'Neill would call a white guy crime. Well, here's the thing, though. it's He's not a school shooter. Did he not shoot up a school? He, well, but he's not. He didn't go. He didn't go to school with the intent of shooting up a school. Supposedly, he had a gun in his backpack, got into a fight, and decided it'd be a great idea to pull a gun out and just start shooting. I it. gotta find this fucking fight. I, I his name is what Timothy Simpkin fight. This has got to be online somewhere, not too hard to find, right? Tim review. There is a fight is online. Let's see. Is this it? No. Is it in the post? Let me see the post story. Yeah, I really want to find it because I feel like that's going to tell us a lot. At David Harris Jr., I'm telling you, that's the guy that I saw it on his profile. I don't, I don't see it, but yeah, it says he got into a fight, and then like after the fight was broken up, he pulled his gun out and started shooting. Yeah, we can't be doing that. We can't be doing that, folks. We can't be shooting at people. But that doesn't matter if what the intention is. The fact no. is that he shot up a school. I, I, I know. I'm just saying as far as like the typical white guy crime, like he didn't go, hey, I'm going to go shoot a school up. He got into a fight and decided to pull a gun out, which is different. Still, the crime should still be the crime. I mean, so what, what does that go from like first degree to second degree? Like, is, is that is that the argument that you're making? I mean, I guess that's aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. That is fucking not that. Oh, I see what you're saying. So because it wasn't the intent to murder. Because he was trying to shoot the guy that he was in a fight <laughs> with. And he was such a bad aim. He hit three other people. He hit fucking nobody. <laughs> All right. I got it. I got it. I got it. Can I? He hit a pregnant woman as well. Yeah, that's what I said. A pregnant teacher. All right. I got it here. Hold on. Let me start from you. Okay, do you see what I'm seeing? So it's two kids fighting. Okay, who is who is hit who is the guy? Timothy. Is that the white shirt or the black shirt? I think I believe it's black shirt. Okay. I'm not... Okay. Hello. <gasps> okay. Well, probably shouldn't play this audio anymore. Okay. All right. Turn it down. Turn it on the net. You can play the video, just turn it on all right, that. All right. All right, I'm gonna play from the top. Okay, so this was the fight that led to yesterday's school shooting. Right, so it's two kids in a classroom fighting. Okay. Wrestling around. Yeah, not great. Okay. You know, I mean, it's, a, it's a fight. I don't know what's... Obviously, who knows what started it, but... Right. Okay, so the black shirt is the one that shot the school up? I guess so. 
So I guess it was broken up. Like another teacher okay. came in to help break it up. Okay. It says that they broke it up and then that kid pulled a gun out of his backpack and to started shoot, to shoot this kid supposedly, but like hit three other people, which in this classroom or was he going I, down the halls I and stuff? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we can't. Yeah, no. Uh, here's the thing. Why the fuck did he have a gun in his backpack? Right. He's 15, I think. I think he's 18. I said he was 18. Oh, I'm sorry. The 15 year old boy was in the critical <laughs> condition. Oh, is that the one that he started the fight with? Uh, Sorry, I probably should have read up a little bit more on this. I was just so, I was so just in disarray the fact that he was. Um, I mean, I think was, I think to relieved. say he was a school shooter is is kind he of shot wrong. at a school. How is that not a school shooting? Because it's different. It, just because it wasn't plan, it wasn't planned no, months in no, advance. No no, 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 no. The crime is still horrible. It's still the crime. But to call it a school shooting, it was a shooting at a school, not a school shooting. All right. I understand language matters and we shouldn't mince our words, but uh, the fact that he pulled a gun, oh, I don't give a fuck no where. No matter what, he shouldn't be out If on this bail. happened at a Walmart, the same thing applies. Like, this guy should be For sure. fucking put in jail. Absolutely. And he's not even a kid. He's 18. So it's not like it's a question of, oh, he's 14. We don't know what to do with him. Yeah. It's like, no, this kid's fucking 18 years old. Yeah. Why did he have a gun in his, ba- in and, his, in his and backpack? Why did, and yet, yeah, why didn't he get charged with that for having a gun on fucking school property? Is that not illegal? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on. And the fact that I feel like if you have a gun and you're bringing it to school, you're doing that for a reason. And you're probably not going to figure out that reason in 12 hours, which is when he was released. It's to me, that's just absolutely wild. And I know that the first thing that came to my mind and maybe the first thing that came to other people's mind is, hmm, what is different about this person? I want that shirt. What shirt? What? (laughs) Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, yeah, I, I think that the, the thing that we noticed that was different about this and all the other, I'm going to put school shooters in quotations, obviously, okay. is that the fact this person was not white. Now, if this person had been white and started shooting at people, same situation, I think it would have been a very, very different outcome. A yes. very different outcome. Yep. Also, this was in Texas, so this isn't like a super liberal. Yeah, you know, if this was in California, I'd be like, oh, but it's like it's te- it's just a little bit odd. It's just a little it, bit weird. But yeah. this kid should not have been. I'm sorry, he's not a kid. This adult human being, this adult person, should have been remained in jail and should not been let out on a seventy five thousand dollar bond. Now, now there, no question, I agree. Crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. He should not be released. No, absolutely, uh, no. But you know, the problem is he was charged with probably something too small, and because of what he was actually charged with, he's able to make bail. Terrible, terrible. Because he could have killed that woman, that pregnant woman. He could have killed a classmate. I don't know what they were fighting over. Yeah, man. Like you can't, you can't be doing that. You can't no. be doing that and then letting people out. And what are the and they're praying. I love that the family's probably praying for the, but they were praying for the kid. They don't give a fuck about all the people he shot. No, they care about the kid. Just BS. Uh, hello, welcome to the program. Who's this? <coughs> Hi, uh, I'm I'm Granny. How are you guys today? Hi, Granny. Loves anal. What's up? <laughs> Not much. I'm working on this site. I think there's a dead animal. I can smell really bad. Mm. Somewhere around your here. Asshole um, next time. What's that? Nothing. Go ahead. Uh, so I was just kind of, has anybody heard from Tampa Terry lately? I haven't heard anything from him. Did Why do you think he's leg? dead? Does anyone care? That's rude. No, I mean, I, I definitely don't care, but I, at least if he did take a leg from COVID-19, they would bury him in Dresden. 
and how Canadians are buried nowadays. Yeah. I, I, With a turban on and blackface. Okay. Sure. <clears throat> um, I was actually just calling to see if Anna knew a little bit about some uh, Bubba history. Do you know anything about Cincinnati? No. Or pink parachute cords. No. Are you just going to quiz me? Is that going to be the rest of the call? I, I don't know. I don't know a lot, to be honest with you. You know, I'm not from the area. I've done as much as I can. I've learned a lot on the show, but I don't know as much as like Blitz and Lummy and Dan away. No, it's not. It's not a quiz. I mean, I, it is, I, I don't. It, I, the story might not even be true, but uh, apparently he went full Urban Meyer on... Um, you know, somebody in Cincinnati in a tracksuit. That, that's all I really know about the story. I don't know anything about that, but thanks for calling. All right, thank you. Bye. I wasn't sure if he was trying to get me in trouble or something. I'm not going to no, take the bait. I, I, I know the story. I just don't get the okay. correlation. The, the, there's not. It's, it, the, the correlation is we're going to try to make Anna look bad somehow. Either she doesn't know shit about the show, the history of the show, blah, blah. Listen, I'm not going to go deep into the archives. On I would just like to focus on my role right now and how to make the show better and right. what, we're doing, you know, what we're doing for the future. Not so Absolutely. much like, let me listen to 35 years of archives or archives, as some people call them. Who um, would say that? <laughs> um, and, and try to figure out you know the ins and outs and the Iggy's and this, that. I, I'm learning as we go, and I, th- I think that that's probably the best move. That's where my, my resources and time are best bet on uh, today and what I can do tomorrow. Hello, who's this? Yep, you're on off the rails with Anna and Blitz. Who, who be this? Hey, Blitz and Anna. Hey, Mike. What's up? Uh, hey, well, maybe there's actually one thing you and I can finally agree on, Blitz. But first, I would like to say uh being a single dad, I plan on bringing my seven-year-old son to Kevin's. Uh, oh, pumpkin the fest. pumpkin patch party on the twenty-third. No, yeah, well, you can say hi to Anna there. Heck, oh, that's right. Heck yeah, there. and then and and maybe I can meet you in, in in person, and you won't think I'm such a Renaissance hillbilly from the backwoods anymore. Are you talking to me or Blitz? Blitz. Oh. Oh, I don't think that. I mean, I was born I in Southampton Hospital and, and went to college, and I'm even certified as an EMT. I can't help the way I sound. I don't even smoke weed, but I sound like a stoner. Maybe you, you know? should start. <laughs> well, anyway, the thing we should agree on is everybody in the Bubba Army needs to get on top of Sheba. We need to get Sheba up because... Start a movement. If you look... If you look in the past month and a half, it's going up like a decimal and a half. And XYO, the, the XYO stock XYO went down a year recently. ago was, was like point zero zero three, and in just a year, it went up like three decimal points. I just want so, Shiba to get to a dollar, and I'll never see any of you fuckers ever again. You, you and me both. And that's the other thing I worry about. What if Bubba does make it big? Then we don't have them anymore, so it's like a double-edged sword. Triple-edged, please. Yeah, triple. Become a millionaire and, 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 and then retire, or, you know, is there a happy medium? I don't I mean, know. Money's always the answer. All right, Mike. Uh, Thank you. Right, Mike, go smoke some weed. Yeah, smoke some weed, Mike. Bye. I'll see you at Kevin's. Go right. do some whippets or something. Right. If the fucking plane doesn't crash... Uh, dude, I literally overloaded. I literally just wrote down plane because I wanted to talk about that. I am so mad I'm missing it, but I'm also so glad I'm missing it. I'm I'm half serious that I might fucking drive.
dude, I'm fucking freaked. <laughs> like you're at weight capacity. You're on a, a, a runway. That's not, I mean, I've kind of been, it's not really a runway. It's just kind of like a dirt grass field. Yeah, right. You can, like walk right by it and see it. I know. I, I think I have. Oh, okay. Uh, after I went to go get something from, from Jay one time, a COVID okay. test. And uh, I went there, and I just saw just a big open grass field, and yeah. it's it's a little With bit like too short. Little teeny tiny prop planes and some helicopters that use it. Dude, that's fucking scary. And yeah. I, I'm I, actually seriously thinking about driving, by the way. And this guy loves and fucking I love planes. Flying. And he loves like dangerous shit. Uh, you like yeah. going? Fa- you like fast cars? Like you're not a risk averse person. You're a calculated no. risk person. Absolutely. As am I. But I, I'm more risk averse. Yeah. But you're you're calculated risk. Like you take yeah. risks where you know it could go wrong, but most likely will be in your favor. Correct. This Bubba is a little bit, um, you know haphazard when it comes to like his life and stuff <laughs> like uh going skydiving when you're like 200 pounds over the way <laughs> 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 yeah i would just uh i would i'm a little bit wary and i'm really glad that i don't have to i would love to go to fort, fort Walton beach and be yeah. a part of that yeah yeah but i also don't want to risk my life getting there because that wouldn't be worth it I'd like to see 35, please. I, like, I I mean, look, it's going to be fine. I'm not worried about that. The only thing that, like, would suck is if the weather's bad or something. Like, small planes in bad weather sucks or, like, getting stuck up there and, like... Suck like they crash or suck like it's unpleasant? Both. <laughs> Have you ever been on a small plane like that? No, no. Mm-mm. It's a lot more bumpy than you think. Yeah, I imagine. Um, Even on a nice day. I get scared going on big planes. Uh, there's no way in hell I'm getting on a little plane, especially when we're cut. I don't want to say cutting corners, but like cutting it close. Right. You know, like cutting it close with the weight, cutting it close with the runway yeah, length. I, I mean, realistically, the pilot's not going to do anything that's like that dangerous because, number one, he doesn't want to die. Plus, I believe he owns a plane. I'm not totally sure, but, you know, he doesn't want to ruin yeah, his plane. Yeah, but I also feel like those people that do um, dangerous stuff a lot are desensitized to it. Yes. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, I've I've been in worse situations. I can handle it. Where they're not going to be as cautious, not because they don't know what they're doing, but think about it. He's done hundreds of rides and they've all been successful in the sense that he hasn't died. Yes. So he's got a skewed sense of like what he can do Mm -hmm. and the weather and all that. Everything permits because he's probably been in a pickle or two where it's like unpleasant. And he got out of it. And he got out of it. So then he gives you, I don't want to say a false sense of confidence, but it gives you a false sense of confidence. Like a gambler, right? Absolutely. I've won before. I'm going to win again. And then you fucking lose all your money. Yep. Except this time you lose your life. Yep. And I, I agree. I, dude, I don't want to. If we, I can't lose you, Bubba, Jay, and Dan all in one. It's just going to be me and Lummy doing a show. And Jesus. <clears throat> who won't have a father anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't lose. I don't really wow. like all of you guys being. Even if you went on separate planes, I'd be a little bit more comfortable. Because I can't. I don't want you all to go down in, in one go. That's going right. to be bad. That's going to be real bad, mm. you know? Anyways, food for thought, 81390Bubba. <laughs> um, but I, but I, I am, I'm a little bit concerned. For, I, I think everything will be okay, but also, the, I also, <laughs> I don't trust uh, Bubba's risk analysis when it comes to things. I feel like he, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go with you on that. Sometimes he misses the mark. But and he's on. been very lucky. And Bubba's the one saying, let's not go to this airport. Let's meet at the bigger airport. That's Bubba saying that. That's a great fucking point. That's Bubba saying that. Bubba, who's not very risk averse and jumps into the line of fire, is the one saying, hey, hold on. Yeah. I've owned a plane. I know a thing or two. This seems a little bit (laughs) off. 
I, in regards right. to weight, he goes, I'm a fat dude. <laughs> and uh, the, the weight, and Dan's like, oh, yeah, I mean, it's like 1,000 pounds, so it's three pounds over. I'm thinking if you have a limit, you should probably be like 200 pounds under the limit. Yeah. And that's like the maximum is a thousand or whatever the well, maximum Because you got to think the plane's probably 40 years old. So that limit was made when the plane was new, like fresh engine, new plane, all that. The plane's old, so it's got some creaks and stuff, and you know, maybe like a little bit of a bent wing here or there, you know, engine that's not quite as powerful. Dude, <laughs> some tires I'm, that aren't I'd fucking as good. Drive. No, no joke. How how far is the drive? Seven hours, six hours? Yeah. Yeah, but at least you make it. At least you show up. At least you fucking make it. I'm not kidding. I know you're I, not. I, we're I laughing, it. but like, on, I'm, I'm like, fuck. I'm laughing because I see it in your face that you're dead I'm serious. Like, Dude, I would not. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a, Dan, it's only pimp if you arrive. Like, it's not pimp if you crash, Dan. The fuck? If you crash the plane, it's not pimp that you had a private plane. Now it's a tragedy. And think about how many more people will die of COVID if Dan dies and no one oh, can get ivermectin. Yeah, we can't have that. Dan, 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 we need you as much as, as big of a dick you are, you are essential. You are a fucking essential worker. <laughs> Don't get on this plane. Don't get on this plane, Dan. God damn it. (laughs) So many people are going to die of COVID if Dan takes a lick. And I'll be sad Uh, about Bubba and you too. And Jay would be really sad. But Dan, we need Dan. We need Dan. He's probably my least favorite of the the four. What the hell? (laughs) But he's the most valuable when it comes to other people's lives. But, um, you know, do what you want. I don't know. Uh, 813-90-Bubba. Let's take a call. (laughs) Might be Blitz's last time taking this call. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up, Blitz? Who, who's this? Hey. Who's this? Let's go, quad. Brandon. <laughs> Let's go, no, Brandon. Usually, usually he always says, hey, it's Brandon, the quad, because we wouldn't know who it was otherwise. Right. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah. That's a good point. But Let's, go, Brandon. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> That's you know, all I of it. I just want to say, my mom, when, my, when my mom was listening to the show this morning, and then when you guys were talking about the airplane, she goes, I hope they don't fucking do that because she don't want you guys to die before the party. Before the party. (laughs) You can die uh, on January 16th, the day after, but please, not before Barb. Because she's getting a ring this year. Yeah, she's getting a ring, and you're getting fucked. Yeah. You are going to get fucked. And she is serious. Brandon, Brandon, I think it's so locked in that if we all died and she was still alive, you could come down here and still fuck. That's cool. But, that's cool. <laughs> that's awesome. I can't wait. I, I've already watched a bunch of videos, like five or six or. Oh yeah, because you're on her. You're on her OnlyFans. Yes, I am. What did? Yeah. What have you found so far? Uh, the the the, the she, she's gonna be disappointed in the size of my in the size of in the no, size she's of not. No, she won't. She's seen every size, color, yep. creed, yeah. nationality. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't <laughs> give a shit. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Republican Democrat Dick. She's seen it all. Yeah. She's gonna it's suck gonna that thing like she's never sucked before, Brandon. Yeah. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> like the chrome off a trailer hitch, kinda. Absolutely. I, I don't get that analogy, but yeah, I'm Do you know what he a, said? No, chrome off a of wait, trailer wheeler. What did he say? He said trailer hitch, but yes. I don't know what the fuck that means. It's gonna suck it hard. I got it. I got that yeah. much. I know what that like means. A golf ball through a garden hose, right, Brandon? It's rubber. It doesn't normally fit, but if you suck hard enough, it'll fucking expand around that motherfucker and you could suck a golf ball through a garden hose. 
That's well, whatever like... gets you there, Brandon. Use yeah. that. But, Are you going to jerk off before? Huh? Are you going to jerk off before so that you can maybe last a little bit longer when when you finally have sex? You think it's going to fucking matter one goddamn bit? I'm just his asking. First, I'm asking his fucking game plan. His, his game first plan. nut is going to be .7 fucking seconds. She's going to touch the head. He's going to go hey, fucking instantly. Fuck Blitz. I'm talking to you, Brandon. What's your game plan? Another five minutes to get ready again. Five minutes? That's it? Wow. Five seconds to get ready? That's your refractory period? It's five seconds? No, I mean, five seconds the next time. Okay. Yeah, he's going to go from 0.7 and then wait five minutes, and his next time will be five seconds. Well, that's a 500% increase, yeah, so fucking, good for you. He's building up. Yeah, sure. Uh, I've, been, uh, I've been working on it. Hey, I have a question for you, Brandon. Yeah. Are you going to jerk off beforehand? <laughs> yes. This guy is yes. a piece of shit. What <laughs> You have been doing better on Kevin's Law, though. I will give you that. I what on Kevin's Law? You've been doing better. Better about not interrupting? I've yeah. been trying real fucking You're not hard. good. You're just doing better. I'll take yeah. better. You went from 0.7 seconds to 5 seconds. <laughs> That's still an improvement. That's a five hundred over 500% improvement, so fuck you. That's like 600, 700% yeah. better. Bubba Army, grow 114. Thank you. Yeah, but, but, but this show is awesome, guys. I can't wait, I can't wait to hang out again. Yeah, we're awesome. very excited. We're excited to see you and the Cobra. Next time we hang out, we'll be by the pool waiting for some fucking dumb whore to not show up. Yeah, now you got Caitlin Hadley. Fuck yeah. She's basically a celebrity. Yep. Awesome. Can't wait to see you, Brandon. All right, Brandon. I'll see you guys later. All right. Bye. And hopefully, Nut it ho- out. hopefully your your mom's right. We won't die. I'm I'm kind of thinking about driving, to be honest. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's going to be a pain in the ass versus time-wise, but you will arrive. Yeah. You will arrive. And you don't a- know how I drive. <laughs> I did get mad at you the other day. Piece of shit. Say a call before I get squirreled and get all angry again. Hello, who's no, this? I'm driving safe. Anna, if there's too much weight on the plane, the plane will crash down. Siggy? No, it was uh, Bill, Bill Cosby. Cosby. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, hello, who's this? Hey, what's up? It's Brandon. Well, Garnet's Goog on Twitch, formerly Brandolio. Oh. From many days ago. Well, let's go, again, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. So this is one Brandon commenting on another Brandon, and then I got a question for Blitz. Uh, as far as Brandon the Quad and, and him getting taken around the farm, I don't think he should blow the load beforehand. I think he needs to, you know, keep I, it gummed up for four or five days and really, really I, bring it to her. I, I completely agree with you. Right, she's I, just going to look at it. I mean, you, you don't want to be spitting. You, you know that second one, there's barely anything to it. And if you're already not I, really bringing the steam, you don't want to, like, also be shooting cobwebs. I, I completely agree. So, But don't you actually want to make it to the sex part? Huh? He'll get there. I mean, he could yeah. go for round two, but at least save savor the first one. Exactly. So here's the thing: is let's say he's got three or four in a day. Like that's that's his max. Mm-hmm. Why waste one early on when you could fucking use it with her? Wait, and mm-hmm. it's your first one ever with a partner. Like you want that big one to just absolutely. Overrate. All right, all right. Well, it's, I'm just thinking like she takes off her bra and you fucking nut. He's going to anyway. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, stop no fucking yelling. Happens, I get it. Might as well, be the biggest all right. he can get. Exactly. All right, that's how we're gonna really impress. Listen, all right. And she's and she seems like she'll give you like a fat hour. Like she's not gonna be like you got 40 minutes and that she'll fucking oh yeah two no. hours doesn't matter no. She's a she's fucking brainstorming. Trooper. She's like, I got fucking moves for guys in wheelchairs. So I'm excited. Do you want to read that? that uh, we got bits. If you want to read the bits, hell yeah, it is. Anna gave Blitz 
<laughs> yeah, I'm riveted. I can't wait to. On a gay blitz, poopy D, 500 bits. Thanks for the bits. Thank you, and also fuck off, <laughs> bitch. So, so, Blitz, here's my question for you. Completely different topic. What's up? Um, I just picked up a Diamondback 15 300 blackout. Okay. Nice. And I was just curious what your. I know Diamondback's based out of Florida down Cocoa there. Beach, and if yeah. You just, yeah. If you had any any experience or firsthand knowledge with Diamond Black, Diamondback and. Uh, so I, ha- I had- call them that. Huh? Never mind. Go ahead. I had the DB380. That's like the first gun they came out with the little pistol. Good little okay. gun. Um, I have not shot their ARs at all, though. I have, I have no experience with their ARs. I've heard they're good. I don't. I don't know. Right on. And then so I put uh, I put the EOTech 300 blackout HWS for it on there. Nice. And I guess I didn't really pay attention. And the G33 magnifier behind it. Okay. But I wasn't really paying. I, I you know I wanted to be a little fancy and Gucci and have that optic just because it says 300 black on the side. Well, come to find out, I didn't realize that this one particular optic doesn't have the night vision capability. And oh. that's my next big score is trying to get some good nods. I, I've I've been looking that, at that as well. Right on. Cool. I don't have yeah, any man, Oh, yeah, more bits. Still building, uh, yeah, uh, just threw a little blue force one point sling on there, and nice, cool, building her up. Cool. Anyway, awesome, you guys man. are doing awesome. Enjoy. Anna, you're you're growing on on me as far as everybody else. <laughs> like I Moss, think we love you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All, right. All right, guys. Thank I'm you. Anna Hummel is my soulmate. Two hundred bits. And above the dreams of being 2x100 bits. Did you call that one out too? No, no. You, I was going to do right. Perfect. Um, before we leave, and since we're talking about death already, I think it'd be fun to transition into a little euthanasia talk. Not youth in Asia. Oh, what's wrong with the kids in, in Asia? What's wrong with Chinese kids? <laughs> I don't have that kind of time. Um, is that the first thing you think of every time? Yeah, well, when I found out what euthanasia was, I think it was like way too old. Like, I think I was like 20. You know me. I told you about my areola story and I thought it was pepperonis. I told you about that. Uh, every every now and again, something will miss my radar, and maybe it happens more frequently than I would like to admit. Way missed the fucking radar. Yeah, dude. I was fucking 18 years old. I was a freshman oh, in college at, at University of California, Santa Barbara, and I lived in the dorms my first year. Uh, Francisco Torres dorm rooms. We called it the FT Towers, the the, the fuck towers, obviously. Okay. That's what the F stand, stood for. Um, I'm hanging out in first floor north, which was my floor, and I met some cool girls and guys, and we're hanging out. We're drinking. Every Thursday was college night. Actually, every day was college night. But Thursdays mm-hmm. especially, we would have what we call the hall bonding, which is you drink as much as you can until you fucking black out, and then you stumble back to your room, and you go to class Friday morning. Typical, right? And it's Thursday room uh, hall bonding. I'm in there, and someone is talking about areolas. Mm-hmm. And I know what a nipple is. I know what a titty is. I just never heard of areolas. Mm-hmm. And um, I th- I think I thought it was a pasta, and they were talking about areolas. And I'm like, yeah, I, I like pepperonis. Or I said something stupid. Like, I said something like, oh, no. Ch-. Like, I made a, a, a reference <laughs> to yo- an Italian food. Yeah, it was really fucking stupid. Like, I was just like, yeah, like, uh, like I like uh, the, the linguine or so- something dumb that showed that I clearly didn't know what the fuck Whoa. was going on. And they go, uh, do you know what an areola is? And I go, I d- thought it was like a, it was like a pepperoni or something. Could be. <laughs> They're like, uh, no, um, it's uh, you're like your nipple. It's like the, the round it's, part of the. Yeah. 
the pink part. And it's I the go, part oh. other than the actual nipple nipple. It's the yeah, other part. Yeah. And I, I, did, I fucking didn't know that. I didn't know that. So yeah, I found out about euthanasia mm. probably a little too late. But it's it's one of those things where they're saying it and you're like, that's a word I had never heard before. So I'm right. going to just nod my head and as soon as I can get to a fucking computer, <laughs> computer, or my phone. Uh-huh. Uh, it was hard to do a phone in like smaller classes because like, the professor is like, looking right at you. And uh, he's kind of hot. He was a Jew. I forgot his name. Something Berg. Um, but anyways, it was a biomedical ethics class. And he's talking about euthanasia and I'm just nodding along and I'm just like... Yeah. And then and then you kind of start putting things together because you start like really listening to the context, like euthanasia, dying. All right, what's this? Look it up, spelling it wrong. Finally, okay, oh okay. So you like you're trying to better off dead. That's the Latin, I think, interpretation. Okay. So this woman in Bogota, Colombia, oh, or Bogota, whatever, dude. I'm trying to be <laughs> snazzy, and you're fucking shitting all over it. Uh, she is, I believe, 51 years old. She is a mother and a devout Catholic, and she plans to die by euthanasia on Sunday. So apparently, Colombia, I think, is one of the only countries in South America that allows euthanasia. Okay, what's her deal? She's got Lou Gehrig's disease. Okay. Not good. Not good at all. Um, ALS. Nice bucket challenge. I, yeah, ALS. I always, I always get ALS and MLS confused. One is a horrendous disease, and the other is a soccer league. So <laughs> it was a horrendous I, sport. <laughs> I was, I'll be like, oh yeah, MLS challenge, and my friend works for MLS. She's yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. it's ALS, yeah. and I'm like, oh yeah, you work for ALS. She goes, no, I work for MLS. I'm like, yeah. Always getting confused. Oh, so you work for American League Soccer. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. She's like, no, dumbass. Um, but yeah, so this woman wants to die, and you know, some people don't think it's right. I don't know how long Dr. Kevorkian was in Michigan? prison for. Was that Michigan? Was he from Michigan? I think so. Was he he was like Lebanese or something? I forget. He was in they, he was it, in there for like what six or seven years, I thought. I think so. I remember rumblings of it. It must have been in the nineties because I was a kid and I would hear my my dad make like dumb Kevorkian jokes. Oh yeah, that was the big thing. Yeah, and I like didn't know who it was, and he would explain it to me. He goes, "Oh, he helps people die," and I go, "Well, what's their deal?" Like he's like, "Oh, they have terminal illness. They're gonna die, but he helps them die peacefully." I'm like, "What's wrong with that?" He goes, "Exactly." Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Yep. But here's the thing, though, is that it gets very slippery slope, which is are one of my favorite things to talk about are slippery slopes because people go, "Okay, well, this is great, right? They have cancer. They have Lou Gehrig's disease. They don't want to live anymore. They're shitting themselves. They feel." like they're a burden on society their family their community let's help them uh you know get out of their misery as quickly and as painfully as, as possible jack was his nickname um but here's the thing though it's like what what if you're just like really depressed you know like what if you have chronic depression and you feel you're mm-hmm. like dude living is a nightmare every day is a nightmare i want to kill myself i have a broken brain you know, these people may have a broken body where their muscles stop, where they, they completely atrophy, like their whole body atrophy, atrophies, whatever, stops working. Yeah. <laughs> and what about someone whose brain is just like, like, what if you're schizophrenic, right? And you hear voices all the time. And I know a lot of people who have schizophrenia end up killing themselves just because it's like, you're going, you can't shut off yeah, the voices yeah, yeah. in your head. Yeah. That's got to be one of the worst conditions ever. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I don't know how ever. to deal with it every like, day. What the fuck? And I remember I was listening to this TED talk of this shame. She was a young girl and she was just fucking numb. Like she was, I don't want to say, it starts with an L. It's not lithium. Is it? Lithium is a drug. That, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I get that. And the, it's also a metal. Yes. But it's not the same thing. Right. That's stupid. 
fucking stupid. Because okay. you're making me feel stupid in my head. Okay. I'm like, was she eating a battery? Like, what the fuck? Dumb bitch. I- I'm thinking, like, now what I know her problem. The bitch lithium. is eating batteries. But it's but lithium is also a heavy antipsychotic, yeah. and it just fucking numbs you. And I had a friend in Michigan. Her name was Elise. She was a ginger and a true ginger. Gross. And she married another ginger, and now they have two ginger babies. That should almost be illegal. It should be. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, uh, the, really they're, they're, they're pretty fucking cute. But anyways, she had an older brother who was a paranoid. You're not a not paranoid schizophrenic. Why do we even Why do we even use that as an adjective? Like schizophrenic in the title just means you're paranoid, right? Who has ever met a non-paranoid like someone who's chill? I think chill? technically there are there is a difference. Like so, like the voices in their head are like surfer dudes, like hey man, you're like what's up, buddy? Like you're obviously going to be paranoid. But anyways, her older brother was a paranoid schizophrenic to the point where he would like one of those people who would drive across the country and get pulled over for some minor traffic infraction, and they're like, "Where are you going?" And he said that he was on his way to meet his girlfriend. And they're like, "Oh, who's your girlfriend?" He goes, "Beyonce." Oh, and he had all these like gifts in the car and flowers and oh, it's like oh, I'm going to. Uh, she was like a, a somewhere Connecticut. I don't know where she was, Connecticut, New York, something like that, somewhere on the East Coast. And he drove from Michigan to the East Coast, um, got pulled over, and said, "Hey, I'm I'm going to see my girl." It was Taylor Swift or Beyonce. Uh, I'm going to go see my girlfriend, and um, I'm give her all the stuff. Mm-hmm. So you know, I think they took him away to the funny farm for a little bit. Good. But here's the thing, though, is he hated the medication because I guess even if you're paranoid schizophrenic, you you have episodes of like mania, right? You're like manic and you have a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. But what the lithium does or other antipsychotics do is it just completely like completely numbs you. Oh, yeah. Everything. Yeah. No, you don't feel super happy. You don't feel super sad. You're just kind of like a zombie. And he hated that shit, so he would tell people that he was taking it, taking it, and then he'd be flushing it down the toilet. And then all of a sudden, oh, there'd be another episode. That actually happens fairly often, is they say, oh, yeah, I'm taking it, and they don't. Yeah, and so it's, because um, I think even during the, the manic episodes, at least he had energy and he felt alive. When, like, what years was this around-ish? I moved there in 2012, so this was probably, like, 2009, okay. 10, is when I, it was a few years before I was there. Okay. Because they're like they try to use lithium less than they used to. Like I think, like in the nineties ish, eighties, eighties, nineties, it was pretty pretty big. They were just giving it to everybody or people with no. But I mean, like it was now. There's a lot more like SSRIs and stuff that they're trying to use. Yeah, and, and at some point, I mean, with schizophrenia, it's just you you. It's a battle you can't win. I feel like you just got to kind mm. of manage life. I don't think you can really live a. Uh, fulfilling yeah, you- life. What's weird about schizophrenia that's different from other mental disorders is that it, there's a late onset. So like with autism, you're probably going to see it in early childhood, right? You're not going to all of a sudden you know, be 21 and then get autism. Yeah. Um, you know, with other depression, you can usually see anxiety you see from a young age. But with schizophrenia, sometimes you won't see anything and then there'll be an event that happens and then now you that triggers it and you you always had the pre the pre the disposition for it you're predisposed for it and then all of a sudden there's an event that triggers it sometimes it can be a traumatic event like i remember watching this thing on television about a guy who he was like in his backyard and he was held up at gunpoint by like a robber mm-hmm. and that triggered it sure my friend's brother took acid 
I remember that's why I was really scared the first time I took acid. I go, well, no one in my family has schizophrenia, so I think mm-hmm. I should be okay. Mm-hmm. But the first time I dropped acid, I was like, you may never come out of the acid trip. You may just stay in there. Right. And that's exactly what happened with her brother. He was like 18 or 19. He dropped acid, and he fucking was never the same again. Mm-hmm. He, he like acquired schizophrenia. Um, so that's kind of scary. Don't do drugs, kids. But, you know, they are sometimes fun. Bubba dreams of being 2X, 200 bits, and 843 Bubba, 1,000 bits. Yeah, so that's a, that's a problem. So what I'm saying is, going back to the euthanasia, is you have to draw the line about what when is it okay to use euthanasia? Right. What if it's a teenager who says, I, I have a broken brain, I'm really depressed, I don't want to live anymore. Um, Doc, can you help me kill myself? But I'm a 16-year-old girl, and someone wrote something mean on Instagram about me. My life isn't worth living. Nobody loves me. It's I want to make the decision that I want to die. Well... Legally, they don't make, they can't make those. All right, so let's so, say that 18. they just turned eighteen. Yeah, yeah. I've just thought about that. I'm like, yep. he's gonna fucking say that. Yep. All right, they're an adult. They're eighteen. Okay, they're still in high school. Someone Ooh. says the same situation. Should that person be able to make the call? Now, I think that you should also have like doctor's discretion. They go, no, I'm not going to help you kill yourself. I think you're going to get out of this. I think you just got some adolescent angst, and you're going to be just fine in a few years. Here's exactly what I was going to say. Is I think legally it should probably be fine, but you should probably not be able to find a doctor that will say yes. I think that's how kind of how it should be. Yeah, and there are a lot of uh, you know procedures that some doctors won't do on certain people. Right. Right. So yeah. like um like Dan says he's refused service to people. Absolutely. He's like uh, you know that's not for you. You're not going to fare well. Right. Like the bariatric surgery. I like watching my 600 pound life. I'm sure a lot of you are mm-hmm. either on the show or watch the show. Um, there are times where he goes, listen, you've shown me no reason that you're going to do well because you can't follow simple instructions. He'll tell them, I need you to lose a hundred pounds for you to, to qualify for surgery. Mm-hmm. Cause right now you going under, you're probably not going to come out of anesthesia cause you're too heavy. Right. So he tells them, go lose a hundred pounds. I'll talk to you in a three months. Or they'll just eat past the band. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. That they won't be able to control themselves. He needs to make sure that they can follow directions and they have discipline and blah, blah, blah. I actually know someone who did that. They got the surgery. I, don't, I think it was lap band. I don't remember. Um, and they were happy that a year later they were able to figure out a way to beat the band and still gain oh, weight. Oh, it'll restretch. Yeah, I know. But like, I'm like, the whole reason why you did this is to lose weight. And now you're like saying how you've beat it and you could still gain. Like, uh, You shouldn't be proud of that. But Right. Uh, I know people who've gotten that sort or variation. Mm. I don't know if it was, I think it was a sleeve. I know there's okay. a, a few variations yeah, of gastric yeah. bypass, but well, there's, same thing. There's actually gastric bypass, which is totally different than. Oh, sorry. Well, sleeve, whatever, just stapling the stomach, whatever yep. the case may be. Yep, yep. I think in most cases, not a gastric bypass, in most cases, they're just reducing the size of the stomach to like a cup, right? Yeah. They're putting something around it to make it so that you Clamp eat a little it. bit and feel full. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, I know someone who had that procedure done. Mm hmm. And uh, I don't think they will gained all of the weight back, but I mean, I know people who make massive swings. Ma- right. And I mean, if you and, and like they outdo Bubba times five x in terms of oh, like the amount of weight that they gain and lose. Yeah, Bubba's swings aren't that big. No, I mean, uh, yeah, they, yeah, they are. Before, what was his, his heaviest was 488. Yeah, but, after, was but, but hold on. But after that, he doesn't go up and down. No, no. His, he's pretty his, stable, like three bills, which is still heavy, but it's not like fucking wild. But he doesn't go from like three to four, back to, two, to no, two, no, 250 no. to three to four. And he's, I know people who do that. No, no. It's it's wild. And one of them, and Bubba's never had that type of surgery, right? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think I don't so. Um, but 
I know people who have, and they kind of like blitz it. Now they're not bragging about it, but it's one of those things where at first you can only eat a cup, mm-hmm. but then it, it, the thing is like the, their issues with eating are psychological. Mine are too. We all have oh, for sure. You have physical hunger and you have psychological hunger. You know, oh, a lot of no times question. I'm not physically hungry I, all the time. Like you know, when I'm yeah. especially when I'm on. Yeah, Shark Week or something like that. I just want to fucking eat yeah. shit, and yeah, I'm yeah. not even hungry. I just want to eat shit. That's psychological hunger versus like I'm starving. My body actually needs fuel. Hunger. Yeah. So if you can't get your psychological hunger under control, where you have like these massive cravings, that you're not gonna. No, it's hard to. You'll lose a bunch of weight, but you'll pop right back up, baby. Mm-hmm. You're gonna beat the band. That's what we're gonna call it. Yeah. I beat the band. <laughs> That's not a good thing. That's the one thing no. you don't want to beat is the band. But anyways. This woman who's 51, she has uh, MLS, she's a soccer player, no, she ALS, she is going to die a very, uh, I, it's going to be a long, drawn out, because ALS doesn't kill you right away. I mean, look at Stephen Hawking. Hawking or Hawking's? Hawking, right? I don't know if there's on his name or not. Robot man, if you remember him, he talks like this. That guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he lived till like, what, like in his late 70s? And he just lived like a fucking cricket his whole life. Just a fucking, he's just frozen. You know, it's a fucking horrendous disease. He couldn't do anything for himself. And I think he he got got the chicks. He got fucking chicks, man. He got the chicks. He's like, I got divorced, then he got remarried. Now, listen, I don't know if it's a squirmy and grub sort of thing where she's like, oh, he's a celebrity. Even in the most, let's just go on this ride really quick. Even (laughs) on the most, like the most. Um, gold diggering-ish hoes, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the people who, who gold dig and that's that's their the name of their game. Like the Anna Nicole Smiths, yep. right? Like yep. that kind of brand of person. Don't even they have a, a, a line in the sand where they go, I can't fuck a rock. I, I'm, well, date, I'm, I'm, I'm married to a pet rock. This morning we brought that up on the air. Remember, there was a lady that and Bubba and all them's like, oh, would you bang her if she did this and that and blah, blah, blah. And like, of course, I had to just be like, well, yeah, of course I would. But I'm like, I, I mean, like, realistically, probably not. Right. But they were just ugly and old. I, I, we're talking about people who are literally like a gingerbread man. Like they're just they're a statue. Can't move at all. You're Now, maybe that's best, best case scenario because they can't hurt you. You know, they got a lot of money. Roll over you. You, They can't, you can kind of tweak their little computer and be like, let her take all the money. You know, <laughs> you, you can easily manipulate them. Yeah. Uh, you know, you could accidentally like, you know, not put the brakes on their wheelchair and it just kind of rolls into the river and they drown. Mm-hmm. So that's great. But I feel like even them, even those people who are clearly with you for the money, don't they have a line in the sand? They're like, dude, I'm. And you're talking about I'm getting, fucking a pet rock. And you're you're talking about getting with someone who's like that, not I'm with somebody and they they got this condition because that's different. Right. That's different. That might be worse. Ooh, you think so? That no, might it's not be worse. No, hold on. <sighs> think about if someone now. This sounds mean. This sounds mean. Imagine you're with someone and they're vivacious and this and that, mm-hmm. and they get this disease, and it's not something that they can just physical therapy their way out of. Right. They're going to be a pet rock. Oh, man. Okay. And then at some point in but that not, transition. <laughs> oh, it'll be terminal if I had anything to do with it. <laughs> if I had anything to do with it. Because in case people don't know, 
Anna is evil. Now she's evil. You for know real. they're going to turn into a pet rock, right? But you can't. Here's the thing. Let's guys. Let's plan this out together as a team. Okay. You can't just. You know they're going to turn into a pet rock. You can't leave as soon as you hear the diagnosis because then you're a devil. Okay. How, what's the time frame? Like it, it's a gradual thing, right? So we have to work through this. At what? There's going to be a point in your relationship, right? Where at first they just got, you know, it's it, at first it's like a, a little cute, like they got crutches and stuff. You're like, I can fucking roll with that. Okay. And they're just like, maybe they like kind of st- you know, trip and fall, and it's just like it's annoying. But you're like, you can deal with it. Yeah. But then there's going to be a point, and it's going to happen in the bed when you are, you're just fuck. You feel like you're raping them. You okay. are you are a rapist because they are not going to be able to move. Right. And you want to pleasure them because maybe they have a little feeling in their dick left. Maybe not. But if I was, say, Stephen Hawking's wife, there's a point where I am raping him. I don't even know if he's consenting to this. I don't like it, I guess his dick is hard. That's not a good. You can't. That's because no, that, you can't use that because rapists will be like, oh, she was wet. You know, you can't. No, still rape. Still rape. So if he can't consent, he can't even say the words. I'm, I don't know if you ever saw the movie. I think it was a theory of everything. Mm-hmm. There is a point in the movie where the wife, and I think that's what it's called. That's the movie about Stephen Hawking's life. There's a point in the movie where he's like, like 80% pet rock. Right. And she gets pregnant. And the whole family's like, yo, that ain't his. And I think it was. Mm-hmm. Which means she raped him to come. She raped him. Now, at that point where I'm raping someone, I don't know about- Are they married? Hmm? Are they married? Does that matter? Yeah, you can't rape someone you're married to. It's part of the vows. It's property. Let's move on. Um, If I- it, Listen, some people are into that sort of shit. I am not. First off, I don't like to be a dom. So if you're the, if you are the rapist, then you're definitely the dom for sure. Kind of have I, to be. Yeah, right. So if I'm like raping him, I'm not happy about it, which means I'm also raping myself. Maybe Do you he- understand the psychological gymnastics that must go on when you are dating someone who is a pet rock? Wait, hold on. What if he's into like being dominated, like financially dominated, where the girls like make fun of him and shit? She's there, like raping him, like making fun of him, and I'm humiliating him too. I'm like, "What was that? Oh yeah, you can't talk anymore." Okay, the, she's just calling him no, names. No one is ha- <laughs> like everyone is getting raped, and no one is having fun. Like I don't want to be in a situation now. I don't know about you. My sexual situation is bad, but I have hope that it will get better. Yeah. Okay. Someone like that, where you're married in a situation where you're fucking a pet rock and they're not getting better. And you, unless you mm. are cheat on them, you're not going to see anything different. Mm-hmm. I feel like at that point, we need to start having talks about things. And I listen, I'm not trying to be a cunt, but... The disease is, it's bad, and I feel very bad for you, and I'm going to do everything I can to help you, but I also deserve to live a life. Yeah. I deserve to live a life, too, where I feel like I'm not fucking an inanimate object, you know? So you're with a guy. You guys have been together 10 years. He would get ALS. <laughs> Typical. I'm sorry, but that's just my luck. I'll meet someone I like, and then he's like, you know, he then he turns into... So... <laughs> What what would you do? Well, so you say, let's say fifteen years. Mm. You guys are together, happily married. Mm. 
He got his last name. Everything. Oh, he got his last name. So I really fucking love this guy. <laughs> right. Okay. It's all my values just out the window. Yeah, yeah. You all guys right. have a kid. It's the fucking third. John. Yeah, John. Whatever the fourth. Fucking. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Okay, I'm I'm going along. Go ahead. Right. He gets ALS. Uh huh. Or something. First, you got to kill the kids. Quick progressing. <laughs> First, you kill the kids because they may be. You don't want that circulating in the gene pool and not not with not with mixed with my fucking precious DNA. Hell, fucking no. But okay. okay, you kill, so, you drown so the kids. And, then so, what? so for real though, like you're with the guy, blah okay. blah blah. You yeah. get together for 10, 15 years. He he comes down with this fucking horrible disease. Yeah. Oof. What do you do? Well, how long do you stay with him until you start cheating? Well, here's the situation. Um, until I start, until I have the thought in my head where I'm like raping him or something. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing, and I've said this before, and maybe people don't want to hear it, but it's the fucking truth. I don't think that you can, at least in my brain, if I feel pity or sorry for you, like whatever the situation yeah. may be, yep. I cannot be sexually attracted to you. Yep. And I don't mean like. Oh my god, I'm so sorry that your mom died. Like that's totally different. Totally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you feel sorry for the situation, you yeah. don't feel sorry for the person. Right. Right. You're like that's a shitty situation, and mm-hmm. I feel so sorry for you in this moment. But I know that you're gonna be able to take care of yourself and whatever. Yeah. So uh, once, and especially being a woman and wanting a man and wanting a manly man, like there's just no way yeah. that if I felt like you couldn't help yourself or I felt pity for you, whether mm-hmm. or not that's what you wanted. But as soon as my brain shifts from like, you're my man to I'm your caretaker. Right. I can't, we can't fuck anymore. You can't, yeah, you can't be I can't, mom. I can't fuck you anymore. Yeah. I can't like wipe your butt so, so, and then fuck you. <laughs> so far in the chat, there's been two guesses. First one says four hours. And the next one said 10 minutes after knowing. <laughs> <laughs> Both are wrong. Two minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah. At no. The, at the doctor's office, she's going to say, look, you have to get an Uber because I'm out. <laughs> New phone, who it is? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that a minute ago, too. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's and obviously, you know, we're we're half kidding because if you're like attached and you're you're yeah, going to yeah. you're going to go through a grieving process just like them. Sure. And there's going to probably be a while where you don't even want to fuck because when I'm really sad, I don't want to fuck. Would there be a point where if he ever said, look, I know we love each other, but you need to live a life. Go find what you need to find, but like still kind of be with me. Like, would you ever do that? Of course, of course, I would. Um, I I know that my friend's grandfather, when he was dying, his grandmother, whose name is D, okay. I don't know whatever, and the, this other man who was in the nursing home because his wife was dying. So you have two couples: a man is dying, a woman is dying. Their spouses are there all the time with them. Mm-hmm. When they finally both took a lick, those two got together. Okay. Because they, first of all, they understood where the other one was coming from. They were both widow or widowed, widow, a widow or widower. Um, they understood what it's like to lose a spouse. They were bonding during the actual experience. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they probably thought the other one was cute or whatever. And I think both parties were, like, senile. So, like, his grandfather was senile and the other woman was senile. So Mm. they were out of it. So it's not like they had a sexual relationship or even a, a what do they call it, compassionate love, right? Even a compassionate relationship. Because at at that point, you can't even rely on that other person for emotional support. Mm -hmm. Because they're just fucking out of it. You know what I mean? Yep. So... 
Yeah, I think that that's just kind of the nature of the game, that it's, it's important for that other person to, to move on or at least, right, do their wifely duties or be a caretaker, but also be like, I got to fucking, I, that's just too much for one person to bear. Mm-hmm. And if there was a ch- even a small chance that they would turn around and get better, right. then you stick it out. Sure. But in the event that you know it's going in one linear direction and nowhere good, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's it's bad. What's fucked up about ALS, though, is it doesn't affect your mind. Right. So you're just like this. Just imagine you. You're and aware. You're totally aware of what's going on, and you're just like, and you can't talk, and you're like fucking frozen. Yeah, you're just like a frozen man. Be out of it as well. Yeah. At least when, if you're out of it, you kind of uh, aren't mm. really in the thick of the of the shit. You don't yeah. really understand what's going on, and your mind goes. I wonder what the experience is like for someone with dementia. Like, at first, I know it's frustrating. They get really angry because it's like they're transitioning and people are like, oh, you're really forgetful. And they have enough, um, they're cognizant enough to know that yeah. things are changing and they're they're upset about it. Mm-hmm. But then once you're in the thick of dementia, once you're fucking leading a country like Joe Biden mm-hmm. and you don't know if you shit your pants what you had for breakfast that morning, I imagine it's like a cool, like, do you worry less? Do you have less stress? Do you think he knows what Let's Go Brandon even means? No. <laughs> no. But I imagine that it must be kind of a... Because I wonder what... Because obviously your memory goes, but I mean, do do the negative emotions go as well? Right? Like, because mm. we're... Because people who are... Have a lot going on or are tied to reality, they're going to have a lot of... Think about what plagues the human condition. But like in first world shit, we're obviously not like cholera or starvation, but in terms of like, oh, stress and worrying and you got work and you got you, all these things that like sometimes your mind is your worst enemy because you can't control where your brain goes. People think that you do like you can control your thoughts, but thoughts really just kind of pop into your head and you being like your conscious is kind of just Sam Harris describes this really well. You're just kind of you're not really the author of your thoughts. You're more like a witness to them. Right? You're like, why can't I? Why am I thinking about this? I don't even want to think about this, but your brain is just fucking firing. And you, as a conscious person, is just like, I'm just along for this ride I didn't want to go on. So if you're in that situation, you're like fully aware of what's going on. You're like, fuck, I can't mm-hmm. move. I got an itch in my butthole, but I can't even feel my butthole. I don't know where it is. I can't even say, can you scratch my butthole? Can you eat me out like Buzzer Bob? Sorry. But. Then if you're just stuck and frozen like that, that would suck. But if you were just kind of Terry Shivoed out and you'd, mm-hmm. you'd like, you didn't know where you were, that might be a more, a less unpleasant experience, at least for you. I don't know about everybody around you. But anyways. I'm all for euthanasia then at that point. At that point, yeah. If you got if you got MLS and you're playing fucking soccer, kill yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How just you can't score a goal. Exactly. You can't score a goal if you have ALS at MLS. Can't mm-hmm. be doing that. But I think in those cases, it's obvious. And also, it should be uh, physician discretion, right? Oh, I mean, it definitely should like be. You should be. Like you said, you should be allowed to kill yourself. You, the one thing Legally. that you should have autonomy over, my body, my choice, yep. unless it's a vaccine or abortion. But you should have the right to kill yourself if that's what you want. You shouldn't do it. Don't do it. But especially in these cases like euthanasia where but you're just living a life of pain. Physician-assisted. That's what they call it. Physician-assisted yes. suicide. Physician-assisted suicide should be A-OK. Because I think... I agree. Because you know what you're doing when when you are um, not doing anything is you're just... It's what they call passive euthanasia, mm-hmm. which is worse. Because mm-hmm. you're just... You're literally letting someone die. 
versus right. active euthanasia is like at least you're keeping them comfortable. You're getting them closer to the point of death where they don't have to suffer. Because if every de- if every step is a rep, <laughs> and by step I mean every movement they make, and they can't get out, they can't use the bathroom. That's not a life worth living, and it's it's time to go. And I agree with Trickney Ashley. She says that's why you have those important conversations with your spouse or your partner now, so that you're on the same page. Exactly. So it's clear. You know, when your head's clear, you're clear about hey, this is what I want. This yeah. is what I don't want. So you you have the ALS talk. Say, hey, listen, if you get ALS, I'm out of and I'm fucking your best friend. I'm fucking your brother. Right. He's hotter than you and he makes more money than you. Yeah. And now I'll have a reason to do it. Sure. He, just pull the Hunter Biden, you know? His brother Still died. He, that oh. too. Fuck whores. Um, I don't know. Did he marry his brother's wife or he was dating his brother's know. wife? Something fucking weird. Anyways, have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you for listening to us, uh, especially me blabber on. Blitz, thank you so much for everything that you do. Absolutely. Have, have a good weekend. Yes, have a good weekend. Be safe. We'll catch you on the other side on Monday. Bye.